Uh, I think he announces sooner rather than later. I think he announces as early as July. I think these kind of attacks uh, probably accelerate that, if anything. Uh, DeSantis needs to stick to his knitting and get reelected governor before he could move out openly in a presidential campaign. I do think he is uh, sizing up, taking on the champ. New national poll last week uh, out of McLaughlin and Associates in the Gateway Pundit shows that Trump easily dispatches all comers. It's his race to lose. In all honesty, Alex, as I've said here on the program before, I expected the president to wait till after the midterms, but to become a candidate fairly early. Uh, I now believe that he could be accelerating uh, his time frame because all of these attacks on him need to be seen in the context of the political attacks there are. Uh, and the reason they're attacking him is because they don't want him to run, so therefore he will defy them, I think, by running. Uh, I do think it could be as early as the first week of July. You know, the most frightening part about the deep state Democrats is that they're so arrogant and so stupid, and everything they do blows up in their face, but they don't care. They just double down again with countries like Russia and Vladimir Putin, not just with the American people. It is insane. They've almost killed the dollar. Uh, the BRICS group, made up of Russia, China, India, and a bunch of other countries, says they're leaving the dollar, and it's happening. I mean, you talk about putting America into a collapse. You talk about running to some of the rocks. If we were a ship. This is it. Or crashing us into an iceberg. This is insane. This is our live Wednesday broadcast, June 29th, January 6th show trial whistleblower. Breaks record for congressional perjury. Cassidy Hutchinson told... Provable lies repeatedly on national stage with the help of Liz Cheney and other deep state operatives. And now the Secret Service, by name, says they want to testify that none of what she said is true, and they never told anyone that. No one ever claimed that Trump went crazy and tried to grab the wheel and did all this. It is all made up. It's also come out that she lied uh, about who wrote a note and said that she did it when it's on record and already testified who did and Cheney knew that and said nothing. And then, of course, there's this lie that Trump's supposedly telling Mark Meadows that Roger Stone's never even talked to Mark Meadows to, to call him and General Flynn. I mean, lie after lie after lie. Here's one of them. Ms. Hutchinson, is it your understanding that President Trump asked Mark Meadows to speak with Roger Stone and General Flynn on January 5th. That's correct. That is my understanding. And Ms. Hutchinson, is it your understanding that Mr. Meadows called Mr. Stone on the 5th? I'm under the impression that Mr. Meadows did complete both a call to Mr. Stone and General Flynn the evening of the 5th. They're doing it again, Roger. They claim that you were in command of WikiLeaks, never talked to Assange, never said you did. And now they're telling another whopper of a lie, pointing their finger right at you. How surreal is this, my friend? Please respond. Uh, well, thank you, Alex. Uh, it's uh, deja vu all over again. I mean, not since the Ukrainian impeachment have I seen a more ham-handed, uh, fabricated, loose, contrived uh, uh, narrative. This is essentially an elaborately produced television show with a fictional timeline that's one big infomercial against Donald Trump. Uh, if this was really a January 6th investigation, where is the stunning footage of the cold-blooded murder of Ashley Babbitt, the unarmed, decorated Air Force uh, veteran who was shot in cold blood without warning, without a stand-down order, and was completely unarmed? Where is the footage 
uh, of, of Roseanne Boylan being bludgeoned to death by Capitol Hill police officers? Where's an examination of why the enormous uh, doors of the Capitol that can only be opened uh, electronically from the inside were open? Where are those facts? Instead, uh, they hyped this up. So remember, Alex, it's key to, to recall, we were told the hearings were done for June. Then they hastily said we have a surprise witness in newly found information. They won't tell anybody all day Thursday, uh, all day, pardon me, the day before, who it is. It's enormous hype, just hype. Uh, and they produce this woman who not only tells a completely fabricated tale now debunked by the Secret Service that Donald Trump pitched a fit when his detail refused to drive him to the Capitol, tried to grab the wheel, physically impossible, physically assaulted a Secret Service agent, also in not true. And then there's this whopper, as you as you point out, uh, that the president, she knew, she didn't say she heard, she said, is it, your is it your understanding? Yes, it's my understanding. What does that mean? She alleges that the president told uh, his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, uh, to call me and General Flynn uh, on January 5th, in the, uh, on January 5th, uh, to discuss, uh, to ask us uh, what was going to happen on the 6th. Uh, I've never spoken to uh, Mark Meadows on the phone, ever. Uh, I met him once when he was a congressman in the green room uh, at Fox. Other than that, I've never spoken to him at all. I just uh, heard from General Flynn. He also did not hear from Meadows. He's never spoken to Meadows on the phone on any occasion either. He met him once uh, in December in the White House. So this is an effort to pull us into a narrative, as you know, Alex, you're subject to it as, as well as we are. Uh, to, be, to be very clear, any claim or insinuation or even implication that I knew about, uh, was involved in, or condoned any illegal action on January 6th uh, on the Capitol uh, or on any other date places categorically false. Nor was I involved in any of the legal efforts uh, regarding the outcome of the election with Steve Bannon or Giuliani or any of these other folks. So, so let me ask you this. Uh, Clearly, they, they've been trying to ask you and me about Mark Meadows. You've never talked to Meadows, neither have I. This is all made up. So, so we know it's coming from the committee. They're there making this up that having her lie. Why would they have her lie about such demonstrably provable things that we didn't talk to Trump, you didn't talk to Trump, uh, General Flynn didn't talk to Trump about that? Or that day, or, or, or expanding. Why would she say he grabbed the wheel and, and tell such a crazy lie when she knew the Secret Service would come out and say she's a liar? Do they just think that a lie goes halfway around the world where the truth puts its pants on? Well, let's take this in two parts. If you can attack Roger Stone and Alex Jones on Twitter, then you can whip up a hysteria, which is the purpose of these hearings. So this is used for our vilification. If you want to pull the names of the two of the most hated villains on the American left into any uh, uh, outgoing uh, post, uh, include the names of Roger Stone and Alex Jones. The level of hatred, the tsunami of hatred that this whips up against us, Alex, is uh, useful to these people, even though it is completely baseless. On the second issue, uh, I, I am a little surprised, but look, uh, these are the same people who made up and, and edited the Ukraine phone call. It's the same exact people. This is an Adam Schiff production, and you should never forget that. So truth, facts, uh, uh, have nothing to do with it. And, of course, the line by omission about January 6th. Where's the testimony of Ray Epps? When is FBI operative uh, Ray Epps 
going to testify. We've seen video of him urging people into the building, urging violence. At the same time, you and Ali Alexander are telling people to pull back and not to go into the Capitol. He's urging people to go in. Where is his testimony? So I ask the question again, and you just explained it there, but why do they think they can get away with it when they know there's phone records showing his call didn't happen, when they know that he didn't attack the Secret Service the driver and try to take control of the vehicle, he can't even get up to the front of the vehicle the way it's designed. Why would they say that she wrote a note that's on the congressional record that somebody else wrote, who's testified they did? Why would she just tell lie after lie after lie? Because they count on the fact that the initial charge will get enormous coverage, enormous coverage everywhere across the board in the Trump-hating uh, uh, legacy media. Uh, and they also know that it is only largely the conservative outlets like uh, Infowars, Breitbart, the National File, uh, Frank Speech, uh, that will cover the fact that much of this is debunked. So uh, they, they still do their damage. Now, they look foolish, but watch how quickly uh, the, the truth about this incident with the social, uh, Secret Service agent rotates out of the press. Yet they have made the case that Trump is unhinged, that was the purpose, uh, and then they try to drag our names into it um, just to whip up more hatred and more violence. When we come back, I want to get your view overall of the 2022 midterms coming up and what tricks you think the deep state might pull and, and also the situation with the economy uh, and more, and, and, and just generally where you see the J6 hearings going. I know you're on record saying they've fallen on their face, everybody else agrees, low ratings, um, but they don't seem to give up. What do you expect them to do next with 40 seconds? Well, they have an audience of one, Merrick Garland. Can they convince him to charge Donald Trump? I think that's the question on the table. That's what they are seeking to do. They're seeking to, to write a uh, contrived indictment of Donald Trump and hand it over to the Attorney General. Wow, you talk about reckless. Uh, how could they convince this young woman to do stuff like this? Well, what's particularly uh, odious is the fact that she said all these things, yet after this period where she makes all these assertions against the president, she was seeking to join his staff at Mar-a-Lago. She was seeking to go into his, uh, you know, his uh, post-president staff. Sure, so it's, it's so sour grapes. It's, it's, it's sour grapes. It's a disgruntled employee. Wow. We'll be right back with Roger Stone exclusive. Stay with us. Hutchinson, when you returned to the White House in the motorcade after the president's speech, where did you go? When I returned to the White House, I walked upstairs towards the Chief of Staff's office, and I noticed Mr. Ronaldo lingering outside of the office. Once we had made eye contact, he quickly waved me to go into his office, which was just across the hall from mine. When I went in, he shut the door, and I noticed Bobby Angle, who is the head of Mr. Trump's security detail, sitting in a chair, just looking somewhat discombobulated and a little lost. Um, and I looked at Tony, and he had said, did you effing hear what happened in the Beast? He said, no, Tony, I, I just got back. What happened? Tony proceeded to tell me that when the president got in the Beast, he was under the impression from Mr. Meadows that the off-the-record movement to the Capitol was still possible and likely to happen, but that Bobby had more information. So once the president had gotten into the vehicle with Bobby, he thought that they were going up to the Capitol, and when Bobby had relayed to him, we're not, we don't have the assets to do it, it's not secure, we're going back to the West Wing. The president had very strong 
a very angry response to that. Um, Tony described him as being irate. The president said something to the effect of, I'm the effing president, take me up to the Capitol now. To which Bobby responded, sir, we have to go back to the West Wing. The president reached up towards the front of the vehicle to grab at the steering wheel. Mr. Engel grabbed his arm, said, sir, you need to take your hand off the steering wheel. We're going back to the West Wing. We're not going to the Capitol. Mr. Trump then used his free hand to lunge towards Bobby Engel. And Mr. when Mr. Renato had recounted this story to me, he had motioned towards his clavicles. Look, I'm not going to bore you with the clips of the lies in the January 6th committee. It's all over the news. She came out and she said he lunged towards the steering wheel, tried to grab control and, and hijack the vehicle, which is, again, the most insane sounding thing you could come up with. Now, Trump has said, hey, I wanted to go to the Capitol and the Secret Service said it wasn't safe and overrode me and, and, and took me back to the White House. But obviously Trump did not lunge up and grab the wheel. Um, she's, she's been caught in a bunch of other lies, one of them about Roger Stone and General Flynn, who they're just desperate, 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 desperate to tie to this big lie that there was this planned attack. And now, Roger, we have this video I'll play in a moment of the Proud Boys days before January 6th in a Zoom conversation saying, we're there to be peaceful. We're not there to cross the line and fight with anybody or go into the Capitol. We are there to be guardians. That's what I'd heard they were there to be. Our concern was Antifa bombing the hotel or shooting us. That's why we had security. Uh, I had my own paid security. Uh, you had you had volunteer security. That's what our belief was. No one even imagined this would happen because we always have peaceful rallies. We just had two huge ones, one with a half a million folks a month before in D.C. So you got cut off by the break when I was asking, why would this young woman lie like this? And what will the Jan 6 committee do next? And this is obviously not working. But I'd like you to elaborate just in general about the Democratic Party's attempt to outlaw their political opposition. Well, look, the purpose of this is just the relentless attack. You said it earlier, Alex. They hate us because we're warriors. So for me, this means bigger and bigger legal fees. Uh, I have to pay attorneys to defend myself. I've already, as you know, uh, uh, met my legal obligations under their subpoena, but I pled the Fifth Amendment, not because I've done anything wrong, not because I have anything to hide, but because I have extensive experience with their ability to twist innocuous, immaterial, irrelevant things you say into a crime. My wife and I still face 11 civil lawsuits these are harassment suits that are sensationalized but baseless, designed to drag your name through the mud uh, and to gin up more legal fees. So folks can help me at StoneDefenseFund.com, StoneDefenseFund.com. Uh, I need your help there. Uh, only through the support of the InfoWarrior community and so many other patriots have I been able to continue to fend off these demons. They attack you, Alex. They attack me. They are relentless. They have no regard for truth or fact or reality. It's all, uh, this is all an elaborately uh, produced television show. Um, they're desperate to eliminate Donald Trump. That's the greatest question. And, and, and Roger, so, so they're successful punishing Trump supporters and punishing leaders of the populist peaceful resistance, but they're not successful winning hearts and minds. As you know, all the polls show 
what I believe is the biggest political realignment since 1776, a total turning against the Democratic Party and, and other leftist groups around the world. That's what I'm seeing. What are you seeing? Well, potentially, yes, that we are a majority, and, and between gas prices, food shortages, epic inflation, uh, foreign policy bungling in which we lose billions of dollars of sophisticated offensive equipment in Afghanistan, writing a check for $40 billion for Ukraine when we can't spend, you know, $5.7 million to seal our own southern border, a fentanyl epidemic uh, uh, in the country, a crime epidemic in the country based on the fact that the prosecutors in most major cities elected with the financial help of George Soros refused to prosecute violent crime of any kind. So the stage is set. However, Alex, your premise requires a free, fair, honest, transparent election. And the movement for electoral law reform has not come far enough since the last election to ensure that in every state. In fact, ironically, the states who have improved their election laws are overwhelmingly Republican states that were already carried by Donald Trump. But Arizona's process has not been cleaned up. Nevada's process has not been cleaned up. Pennsylvania's mail-in ballots are before the Supreme Court. They're unconstitutional, but they may be in place. So it's just too early to say whether this red wave can manifest itself in an honest election. Uh, the, the fundamentals are very definitely there for a great Republican uh, resurgence. But that does not mean it's a MAGA resurgence or America first resurgence if the Congress is controlled by the rhinos. That's right. If the rhinos can use this wave and get in there, then we're right back where we were unless we have a long, a strong cadre or a swing vote, as you said, of uh, MTG types, uh, of Jim Jordan types, of, of Matt Gates types that can then be the deciding factor and can checkmate uh, the rhinos and the leftists. Let's get to this Proud Boys clip because it's important, and I, and I want to finish up here with January 6th. We still have hundreds and hundreds of people in jail. Many of them have not had a trial yet. They're in gulags while Democrats bomb abortion, anti-abortion uh, birthing centers around the country and firebomb them. It's just insane. And now we have this video from Zoom that it turns out the prosecution had, but hadn't handed over, was trying to block from some of these trials that are starting, where they're openly talking about their plan not to get in fights with Antifa first and to not go into the Capitol. Here it is. We're never going to be the ones to cross a police barrier or cross something in order to get to somebody. We're always going to be the ones standing back, right? Um, and we're always going to be the ones to defend. And we've been really good at it. We've been, let's be honest, we've been really good at that. And it goes on for 20 minutes. The video's up on Infowars.com and the Gateway Pundit. So this is just, you know, a, a, a few weeks before. There's also other videos of days before. And they go through great detail how we're peaceful, we're not going to attack anybody, we're not going to invade anything. And then they see the doors open, they see this all happen, some of them go in, and they're charged with seditious conspiracy, Roger. Uh, Alex, look, uh, this is a constant game of guilt by association. Uh, no, I'm not a member of the Proud Boys, I never have been. Yes, I do know individual members of the Proud Boys. No, I don't approve of any violent or illegal act on January 6th, and I know nothing about any plan to do so. I noticed that, that members of uh, the Proud Boys have been charged and will go to trial. 
This would have seemed to be excellent evidence uh, in their defense. Beyond that, uh, I hadn't seen it until until now. But uh, this this constant guilt by association. Stone, uh, who is uh, associated with the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. Let me be clear. I couldn't hire private security because none was available. All of the off-duty D.C. police officers who had provided security for me and my family during my trial and the many pre-trial motions for which I had to visit Washington were unavailable. I accepted the voluntary uh, security of the Oath Keepers. Uh, I have no knowledge of any individual or collective Oath Keepers having any illegal plans on January 6th. Yes, Roger, we know, we, and I'm in the same boat 100%, but all I'm getting at is this persecution of American citizens and their rights being violated is extremely dangerous, and if they continue to have their rights violated, it sets a precedent for all of us to be turned into basically Julian Assange. Uh, is absolutely true. Plus the spying state. I mean, you have been a big advocate for Volta Wireless. It's a product I like because I don't want the government or or, or Google or Apple collecting all the information from my cell phone. Uh, the, 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 we've seen in the lab that the FBI has used warrantless searches on 3 million Americans. That came out recently. CDC is tracking people through their cell phones, over a million citizens. So uh, this is my other great concern. We only got about 45 seconds left, but Roger, will the January 6th committee or this new liar they put up in front of them, that reminds me of that Colonel Vidman or whatever his name was, will they ever get in trouble for their lies? Because you were charged for lying to Congress, and you didn't, but she's ball-faced lying. Yeah, and nothing will happen about that whatsoever. Certainly not under the Democrats. You take control, the Republicans can take control of the House. Will they go vindictively uh, and, and refer her to justice? They might but then I don't see justice charging her. No, we have a two-tiered justice system. These people tried to destroy my life when I didn't lie to Congress. Uh, yet people like Rod Rosenstein, Vindman, uh, and many others, and of course the congressmen themselves, they're exempt, so they can't be held responsible for lies that they tell on the floor. They can't be sued for vilifying you on the floor. But they are being convicted in the court of public opinion. Trump's going to run in 2024, we know that. 30 seconds. When does he announce, and what happens to DeSantis? Uh, I think he announces sooner rather than later. I think he announces as early as July. I think these kind of attacks uh, probably accelerate that, if anything. Uh, DeSantis needs to stick to his knitting and get reelected governor before he could move out openly in a presidential campaign. I do think he is uh, sizing up, taking on the champ. New national poll last week out of McLaughlin and Associates in the Gateway Pundit shows that Trump easily dispatches all comers. It's his race to lose. Hold on, Roger. This is too hot. Do five more minutes with us if you can. I want you to continue to talk about the midterms. But first, more on Trump as early as this July? You mean in like a week he could be announcing the 2024 run? Wow. Well, it's Roger Stone that helped prime the pump to get President Trump to run. And he is a close confidant of him. I'll leave it at that. First rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club. But Trump wasn't going to run for president right after they stole the election from him. But then because of the lies and the attacks and him seeing the country run in the dirt, he told Roger and many others, this has now come out, yeah, I'm running. And that was, what, six, seven months ago. And so I just asked Roger, and I want him to start over and repeat it, because this is, without being interrupted by a break, this is big news. Roger Stone just said as early as next month, Trump could declare 
what, on July 4th, this next Monday, Trump could declare he's running for president again. Man, you talk about explosive. Roger, please start over. Uh, in all honesty, Alex, as I've said here on the program before, I expected the president to wait till after the midterms, but to become a candidate fairly early. Um, I now believe that he could be accelerating uh, his time frame because all of these attacks on him need to be seen in the context of the political attacks there are. Uh, and the reason they're attacking him is because they don't want him to run. So therefore, he will defy them, I think, by running. Uh, and I do think it could be as early as the first week of July. Now, there's a bunch of fake news stories out there. There's one specifically that said he wants to announce at a location somehow, somehow close to the governor's mansion in Tallahassee, Florida, to somehow twit Ron DeSantis. That is untrue. Um, the president's not running because of heat from DeSantis. The polls don't reflect that. I think the president is running to grab the narrative because he is on attack and he needs a superior platform from which to counterattack. I totally agree with you. And you know, I really like DeSantis. I know you've had some issues with DeSantis, but I like what he's doing on the vaccines. I like what he's doing. He's becoming more hardcore. What are your concerns about DeSantis? Well, he's very, very disciplined. He's been very good on some issues. I like the way he's taken on the culture wars. I, I liked his crackdown against the mask mandates. He did advocate the vaccination pretty aggressively early on. Uh, but I, look, I don't want him to run off and be president. I want him to finish the job in Florida. Uh, remember, Andrew Gillum, who was arrested just days ago, came within 30,000 votes of beating Ron DeSantis. And while DeSantis is popular, he's also, like Trump, extremely polarizing. Uh, this is not a red state, Alex. This is a purple state. It swings blue, it swings red. Uh, and uh, I want the governor to stay here. The, the alternative is a disaster. So, did, a, did, 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 did Trump tell you this, or a little bird, or you're just looking at the calculus? A July 4th announcement of Trump during the January 6th committee would politically show that this is a political targeting uh, right out in the open. I'm not going to identify my source, uh, <laughs> but I think it's highly, highly probable uh, that, that we're looking at a July announcement. Now, the thing to remember about Donald Trump is he's perfectly capable of changing his mind on a dime. Uh, that's called tactical flexibility. Uh, the only thing predictable about Donald Trump is that he's totally and completely unpredictable. Roger, uh, obviously when I get off here today, this is very interesting news. I'm glad I asked the question. I'll be needing to call you for a little confidential discussion, but this is very big. We really appreciate you sharing this with us. Again, people really need to support you. It's great to go make donations for the legal fund to keep you in the fight. But people also need to get some of those sexy T-shirts you've got. I mean, seriously, your T-shirt designers are amazing. How do folks get a Roger Stone shirt or an Ultra uh, MAGA shirt? Perfect. Uh, go to rogerstonestore.com. Rogerstonestore.com. You can get this t-shirt. You can get the iconic uh, Roger Stone t-shirt. Rogerstonestore.com. Uh, can can I have permission to, to, I mean, to, to rip that off? That's a really cool design. Stand up for us so we can see it. That looks really uh, good. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, we're going to make something similar to that. But even better, Alex, why don't you post my link online? That would really help the Stone family. We will, brother. All right, there you go. Let me see the back. Anything on the back? Let me see the Nixon tattoo. Pull it up. No, no, no. That's no, gonna no. go viral. Oh, I can't see it. You'd have to pay. You have to pay extra for that. Oh, that's the that's the striptease, huh? <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. 
Thanks, Alex. Keep fighting. All right, we'll be right back with big news. Stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen, in the last 30 months, we've witnessed the globalists hit humanity and hit humanity extremely hard. 